time is now, the time is here. Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear. Pick your head up, stick your chest out, be strong, listen closely, cause men can't always be wrong. Steve O, JB, be hustling the T swing. Gonna get your mind right, let's dive in the deep end. And attack the issues and problems that hound us today. Yeah, we got in the field, but we ain't coming to play. We all shepherds trying to keep the flock from going astray. If you wanna be the change, then let's be it today. Now there's always obstacles that's gonna get in your way. But it's important how you handle it, maneuver and pray. We keep you up to date, we're current and fast. We all know that the structure been broken, so let's make the repairs. There's a culture trying to cancel us and give you a spin. But you can come and get the truth from this panel of men. We on 10, going in, let the speech be free. We about to knock down the doors, you can keep the key. God first, then man, so let's execute the plan. And deliver the message so the people can understand like... The time is now, the time is here Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear Pick your head up, stick your chest out Be strong, listen closely Cause men can't always be wrong The time is now, the time is here Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear Pick your head up, stick your chest out Be strong, listen closely Cause men can't always be wrong Men can't always be Men can't always be Men can't always be What up, everybody? It's your guy, T-Swin, back again. And this is the Man Can't Always Be Wrong podcast brought to you by CTR Media Network. And I'm going to bring on my other host. We have a special guest in the house, but here's my guy, JB. How's it going, everybody? It's your boy, JB. Once again, Man Can Always Be Wrong podcast. Man, we got another good guest, man. This is another one you got to grab your pen and paper for. We're going to be giving out a lot of good information on how to protect your 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 creative property, man. You know, we all, you know, we're podcasters. Sales, business, everything. Yeah, man. So uh we're gonna bring on Mr. David from Settle Shark. Awesome to be here, guys. Good time. How you doing, sir? Doing, doing well from Tallahassee. And, uh, thank you for being with us, bro. And so, oh, anytime, uh, guys. Thank you for having Mr. Settle Shark. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, man, about yourself, man, your background. Yeah. So my name is David, uh, a.k.a. Uh, David, Mr. Um, And my real name is David Orozco. I'm a professor of uh, business law at Florida State University. Um, but I'm, I'm originally from San Diego, grew up in California, you know, uh, went to college in New York City, experienced the city. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, lived in Mexico for a bit with my family who's from Mexico, my dad, uh, and also uh, went to law school in Chicago, went to a, a school called, called Northwestern, graduated in 2004, had a good time, I learned a lot, got some really amazing mentors who guided me and gave me a lot of great information, but I was inspired, you know, to do something different. And um, instead of accepting a, a Wall Street law firm job offer, which I had, I said, I'm going to go learn for a while. So I went to uh, do a, what's called a research fellowship mm-hmm. at uh, Northwestern's Business School, uh, the Kellogg School, fa- famous school for marketing and other subjects, and learned from the smartest people I've probably ever met in my life. Honestly, these people were, were pretty intense, man. They were, they were, they were no joke. <laughs> They were at the top. Um, so these guys taught me a lot. I think like a little bit rubbed off on me a little bit, you know, and I feel like I was ready to go. So I, I ended up 
uh, becoming a professor myself, and now I'm here at uh, Florida State. So go Knowles. That's where I'm at. I teach business law to business. We're going to go go straight into the I heard you mention San Diego. It's got some beautiful weather out there. Man, yeah, open light is the way to now fires in the month, you know, other than San Diego as well. Yeah, I was, I said, we gonna, uh, so what basically, I wanted to, to really go into your company, man, Settle Shark, man. Sure, uh, well, exactly. What do, what do y'all do? This, this, I know what you do, but yeah, well, I'll tell you, you, I'll tell you, sometimes you know, I, I wonder a little bit about that myself as the co founder, uh, but. Basically, what happened with Settle Shark was uh, I was getting ripped off by companies. Uh, well, they tried to rip me off, right? They tried really hard. And I'm talking about insurance companies that didn't want to pay claims. They asked for documents. I sent them documents. They wanted this. They wanted that. They delayed. They just didn't want to pay the claim and, and run the clock. So I figured out how to get these guys. And they paid. You know, they paid. Um, another one was a moving company that um, just didn't do the right job. They, they, they delayed the, the shipment by like two weeks. They put the stuff in a warehouse. It was crazy. They, they, anyway, it was, it was messed up what they did. And I got money back from those guys. That was an interesting settlement. Um, and then I, I went up against a car rental company that was trying to charge, you know, me $3,000 for some damage that I wasn't responsible for. Again, never heard back from them, right? So all of that taught me uh, a process uh, that's called dispute resolution. And because I teach law, I was able to figure it out and learn it. But it took a while. I wasn't, you know, it, was, it took time and effort to figure this out. It wasn't obvious. And uh, once I figured it out, I figured, damn, you know what? This should be available to a lot of people in the world, you know? Why not, why not make this available? This, this shouldn't be something that you know is, is only reserved for rich people who can hire expensive advisors you know lawyers whatnot so i figured yeah let's start a company that does it so i partnered up with my buddy uh, lonnie who's out in phoenix he's a software programmer he's incredible it took us uh you know we partnered with dr liddy early on too she's a regulator um dr liddy she's she's incredible she helped us design the product and then uh, we coded for like two years and then introduced oh, wow. the, the website, man. And it's called Settle Shark. And it's literally just a bunch of fields that you fill out you know, on a form. And, you know, you click the pay button for $47. You get what's called a demand letter, which is a product that, you know, the attorneys oftentimes write for you, but they'll charge hundreds of dollars an hour for it. And I've, I've read uh, demand letters prepared by all types of people, lawyers, um, other companies, whatever. You know, I've read a lot of demand letters. Ours, ours are incredible. You know, I find that they're the best in, in, the, uh, in the industry, but I'm obviously biased. But I, I really think that. And we've gotten some good results. You know, these are letters that I would use myself. That's the standard I, I use for this product, right? I'm like, would I send this letter to get the result I need? Yes, absolutely. So that's what I'm trying to get to uh, the American consumer right now. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate you looking out for the, like the, the smaller guy, man. Because you know, yeah. I all had that like forty-seven dollars, man, for for legal help, man. You can't you can't beat that, man. And, yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Um, we got one guy fourteen hundred dollars back, man. Yeah, 
So that's it's, that's definitely worth the value, man. Forty seven, <laughs> yeah. you get fifteen hundred. Hey, trying to deal with me. <laughs> what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. So I, I so yeah. for me, I don't know. Feel, a lot of people feel intimidated against majors, uh, and so you guys help them get that confidence and do what they need to do. Yeah, some Appreciate people feel it. like that. I won't even try because they have the money in. The yeah, it's true. That's that's the game. Actually, it's rigged, right? It's designed to put you down. Not even not even yeah. try to fight. Not even try. Yeah. So I have a question for you. So you know, this for people like I I really don't know. I never even heard of a demand letter. So what yeah. so is this like a legally binding document? Is that what? Great uh... <laughs> question, man. Thank you for asking, man. I never even got that question before. So a demand letter is basically um, a statement that you prepare as the party who feels like they've been injured in some way. That that goes against the law. Actually, your rights. So the purpose of a demand letter is to do a couple of things. One is to lay out the facts, right, very clearly. This is how you injured me, right? I have documents. I have receipts. I have uh, an email. I got, you know, I got, I got hurt, and this is what I got to prove it. I got a picture of a broken product. Um, I got a bill from a car repair guy, right? So once you have your facts, then you say this is how the law protects me and that's where our our legal knowledge comes in right and and the software basically tags your state and then cites the relevant state law that that would apply in your scenario so a demand letter states the facts it states the law and then it states what you're demanding What, what what am i asking for and what are the consequences of you not following through right so you're 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 you know, your demand letter then says we need to reach a settlement. That's what it is. It's saying let's reach a settlement by this time because you always have to keep them on the clock. That's what I learned. You got to keep them on the clock. Yeah. So the demand letter has to state a reasonable time period, by the way, too, because under the law, again, I didn't know this. Most people don't know this. You have to give your opponent, the company, 30 days to figure this out in good faith. You have to do that. You have to do that. And that's only fair. They need to figure this out. Maybe it was some bozo manager or some corrupt person. They want to fix it. It needs to go through their process. They get 30 days. And that's what we give them. We give them 30 days, but no more. That's it. Okay. So my next question would be like, so what's the like what's the legal ramifications if they don't respond to the demand letter? Yeah. And that's that's what the demand letter then will also say is what are the consequences if you don't settle this in 30 days, for example? Well, the consequences can be, um, you know, that you might report them to a regulator. You know what I mean? You might say these people are behaving unethically. They're conducting shady business. They're they're not operating the way a well-regulated, you know, business should operate. Contact the regulator. Another thing that we leveraged is the whole idea of arbitration, which is incredible. This is one of the most amazing things I learned about when I was fighting those companies. Blew me away. Mm -hmm. There's a system here in the U.S. called arbitration. And it's basically a private court. You know, you think of like the people's court. It would be something kind of like that, but for corporations. And they're there because they basically require consumers to always sign a contract that includes an arbitration provision so next time you rent a car read the contract the fine print somewhere in there it's going to say arbitration right 
that's what they do. They lock you into arbitration. Now, what I discovered, which was incredible to me, was because I had already heard about arbitration, was it actually works for the consumer. That's what nobody knows. Arbitration works for a, a well-informed consumer, right? And the way I figured that out was it's just like any other court in that it's going to take time and money to get through that process, right? Every court case is going to require time and money, no matter what. Well, people want to avoid that expense, right? If, if, if it's not worth their time, right? So if you tell a company you're going to go to arbitration, they're going to want to settle, man. They're going to be like, I don't want to go to arbitration. <laughs> you call their bluff, basically, right? You call okay. their bluff, man. That's it. So, yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that that was actually into our favor, you know? Exactly. I didn't know either. I didn't know either. And the reason why, by the way, it's also in our favor is because you know they have to they have to swallow a lot of the fees that go with this these types of cases man they have to they have to swallow the fees and they don't want to do that if it's if it's a five thousand dollar bill if it's ten thousand man odds are they're just going to say all right let's work this out let's not even go i can tell you i've been i've been through arbitration oh yeah with a with a company for and uh, oh, really? same thing. It was gonna cost. It was gonna cost them more to drag it out. Yeah, it was gonna cost the company more to drag it out with me, so they just cut me a check. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's like one of the few cases I've ever heard of anybody even going to arbitration, man. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and, it was um, like it was like it's gonna cost more. We're just gonna pay. And another thing is, um, so you said that this could be done for rent, uh, rental prop, rental car properties, and what else? Like, give us <clears> a, <throat> a rundown yeah. of all the stuff they could. Oh we, man, we just about for. any consumer man issue, man. Seriously, like our, some of our customers have had. Um, one guy actually got bad gasoline, man. I didn't even, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. So this this gentleman from New Jersey, man, um, he ended up buying a better case. Yeah, he went to he went to a very well known gas station, filled up, and then his engine just wasn't working right. So he took it to a mechanic. He took it to two mechanics, and they said the something needs to be cleaned inside the engine because they sold you some bad gas. And this guy was like, "Oh my god, man!" So he tried to get the money back from this company, and they they ignored him. They totally ignored him. So anyway, he ended up getting uh, five hundred bucks to to recover the cost. But he was gas. Uh, another guy was a quick oil change company, a guy in Michigan who uh, they drained his transmission fluid, man. You know, instead of the oil. So he was out of a car for a week, and they paid for his car rental. So that was wow. cool. Um, yeah, the the other one was um, an insurance claim. There was a guy in Georgia who um, had a case closed on him, man, for personal property. They just they didn't want to deal with him. They closed his claim, but then he used our letter and they reopened his claim. So now he's negotiating some value with the insurance company. Man. And then um, the last one I heard was uh, a guy here in Tallahassee, another professor, who used us for a moving company, man. This this moving company. They subcontracted the workout to another shady operator who ended up hiring, you know, some people who were just very unprofessional and uh, they damaged things, you know, lost things. So 
they they ignored him for for months, you know. And then I said, "Hey, try try Settle Shark," and he did. And the next day, I lie, I don't lie. The next day, um, he um, he got a settlement offer for seven hundred dollars from that from that uh, moving company. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Like, since since we got you on here, and you're uh, you have a wealth of knowledge, not just Settle Shark and like we yeah. said, we we I, we I appreciate your uh, business you. and what it, and what it does. Thank you. So no, because we're actually we're we're a group of podcasters on CTR Media Network. Sure. So you know, uh, I want to ask some questions about branding. How do how do you protect your brand? Oh, that's a great question. Um, trademarks. You got to go for trademark, man. That's what we do with Settle Shark. You, the minute you start using your mark in commerce which is a requirement for trademark you don't need that in patents or copyrights or anything else but for trademarks you've got to be selling something the thing about a trademark is if you're selling in more than one state you can then apply for the federal trademark good in all 50 states and that's what we did um we did it ourselves in-house uh, but i would recommend definitely partnering up with someone who knows what they're doing because it gets technical um, I had some issues dealing with the trademark, you know, trademark office just back and forth, you know, and it's like it gets it gets pretty technical. So you need, I think, some some good, uh, good representation on that. But I would go federal and also, um, yeah, and get get a distinctive name, you know, get something that really stands out, because the more distinctive your name, the easier it is for you to get a, a trademark. So, yeah, good advice for for folks. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah, federal. That's the R circle. You want R circle. So, so Settle Shark also uh, does trademark. Oh, and Dr. Liddy does trademarks too, by the way. Federal trademarks. If you ever need a federal trademark, she's really good. She helped me, you know, in a couple issues with our trademark. Okay. Okay. We got a uh, we got a couple comments. One comment came out of the day. Cool. He was wanting to know: Are you an entertainment lawyer, or do you work in real estate law? Oh no, man! I I am a professor. I um I don't practice law myself. Uh, I don't even have a license. I started the the company because I was representing myself, you know. And in the law, that's called pro se. I was I was standing up for myself, and I, I figured it out. Um, it probably helped that when these people Googled me, they realized I was uh-huh. a business law professor and they were probably like, oh man, this dude probably knows the law pretty well. <laughs> <I don't know laughs> that's, that's right. But yeah. still, still I DIY'd it, you know, I did it myself. Yeah. I did it myself. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, man, I know it's not on time. It was kind of on top of dealing with law, but when I myself. You know, I got a divorce. I found all the necessary documents, paperwork, went and filed it yeah. myself and did it and saved a whole lot of money doing oh, it yeah. myself and was able to show other people how to do it. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So I got a question for you. Uh, sure. How did you know what the name Settle Shark? Oh, how, how did we come up with it? That was Dr. Liddy, man. Dr. Liddy came yeah. up with the name. She came up with the name. Because I, I came up with some goofy names. And I showed them to her. I was all excited. I'm like, oh, check out this thing. We should go with this thing. And then she was just like, no, man. That's not a good 
So then I was like, all right, fine. Then you come up with a name. And she just started, you know, coming up with all kinds of names and throwing them out. And we narrowed it down to like two or three, right? And, and yeah. we were all pretty cool. But then we kind of like yeah. talked to our other partner, Lonnie, and said, hey, which one do you like? And all of us like Settle Shark. So we went with Settle Shark. Yeah. So how long? How long? Just the just um, attention. Yeah, yeah, it does. So how long did it take you? Like just just to give other entrepreneurs an idea. How long did it take you to get going from when you actually thought of the concept to actually putting it in, putting it on paper to actually getting it started? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I think okay. So if I recall correctly, we had the idea in 2019. Oh wow! Yeah. I had the idea in 2019 and that's when I was dealing with these companies and learned, you know, and figured it out. And I was like, okay, you know, this is a good, a good idea. Um, 2019 partnered up with these folks, Lonnie and Liddy. Um, and then we just started uh, prototyping, you know, it took, it took two years to code to create the code. And that was Lonnie. And uh, we were just testing, revising, improving, learning. And then, um, we launched um, in 2021, I think. So we went live, you know, um, you know, got no traffic whatsoever. We had no marketing budget. It was all word of mouth. Um, and then, yeah, and then now we're still, you know, trying to grow. You know, now now we got some customers. We got some success stories. But it takes takes a minute, you know, at least in our case, it took a minute. Yeah, to get off mapped out yeah yeah and we're and I, yeah we're still figuring things out you know yeah i was um we were talking earlier before you know before we actually got so a podcast that <laughs> yeah right we just not start <laughs> we're trying to figure it out yeah as we uh, go yeah i was gonna say that you were doing um was it pitch competitions do you tell us mm-hmm. a little bit more about that i've never heard of that before sure yeah, we uh, we we uh, submitted an entry into a pitch a venture pitch competition. So that was with Leon County, uh, the Innovation Park here. Um, they're really cool. They want to really promote technology in the area locally. Um, so they, I saw that they had like this um, um, contest, and you had to submit a, an application. So I filled it out. I just filled it out. I told our story. They they asked some questions. Told them about our business, you know, our backgrounds and all that, and submitted it. And we got selected as one of five finalists um, in the county to pitch our business to a group of five judges. And they would give you some prize money, uh, fi- up to 15000 which was cool. So that's basically what a pitch competition does. You know, we ended up being runner-up, runner uh, so that was cool. But um, yeah, no, you learned a lot. I, I really recommend it. You know, I want to do it again. Definitely want to do it again. All right, man. We got a comment from the King's It said, "How do I trademark a name or a joke, or a name that is applied to a joke?" I have a show that has a very unique name, which has an implied idea or topic. Uh, you, I don't think you can trademark uh, a joke. Um, I've never heard of that before. So basically, a trademark is like uh, a reference to something else. And those are usually words, um, names, images. Um, they could be some interesting things like color, for example. You know, Tiffany has that color trademark. 
um, or even a, a little bit of a music, a piece of music can be trademarked, um, a jingle, a slogan, uh, a, a joke, though. I don't know. You'd have to be really creative at marketing to make a joke work as a as a as a trademark to reference, you know, your your company. Um, who knows? Maybe you could do it. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's how trademark works. Okay, when you when you first got started with your with Settle Shark, uh, uh, as far uh, as mar marketing goes, copyrighted joke. joke so. <laughs> so as far as far as like marketing goes, um, what kind of like marketing budget do you have for for the company? Or I mean, it's I was small. It's, it's really small. small. Yeah, it's small, man. It's like in the uh, four digits. Um, it's small. Yeah, we're being very lean probably too lean actually um but we're testing different things out you know to see what works and uh i'm a cheap guy man <laughs> just there man. Hey, it's good, uh, man nothing wrong with being a little frugal <laughs> <laughs> i hear it every day you know? <laughs> hey that's that's how you keep your money <laughs> hey you, you're a cheapo <laughs> yeah totally now, um, you met in Atlanta at the Power Podcasting event, and uh, I did the theme song for CTR Media Network. I remember as, that as an artist or somebody as a music artist. What what kind of legal uh, steps do you think somebody should take to protect themselves, their likeness, their art, their music, sure. everything, their brand? You know. Oh yeah. Like right there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I get it, man. So. Uh, there's good resources out there for sure to learn about. Um, but, you know, to protect your, your, your IP, the intellectual property, you need to look at it as kind of like, uh, like a sandwich or some kind of like, you know, uh, um, like a, a diverse group of things. You'll want to look at copyright for sure. You'll want to look at trademark for sure. You'll want to look at contracts for sure, because that's like the way you monetize these properties. Um, you'll want to look at designs if you're making stuff um, and trade secrets, right? You'll want to look at trade secrets. And then lastly, if you're inventing stuff, you'll want to look at patents. So what you want to do is you want to create like a layer, you know, of assets, right, that work together, you know, create the increase the valuation of your company. And the security as well. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've I've learned. Yeah, I've, I've been copywriting music for a long time, I, and uh, I learned just by I, it was a book I read. And then you know, sometimes you just got to do research. Yeah, all about the music business, and yep. it was a seven hundred. It was a seven hundred page book, and every time it. Yes. Every, so many years it would get revived because I, I i wanted to make sure that no kid uh, get one one so i read that book front to because i i gained so much knowledge from that book i was able to talk about things yeah you know and it was like yeah. uh don't like that's talking the to power. him yeah. like, that's the power of knowledge about. Yeah, we could run game on the other two. Game on him. Let's see. So, 
Let's say, but man, don't also, the law of contracts, man. Are you the first? Yeah. Also, man, on your background, are you the first lawyer in your family, or are you come, or do you come from a background yeah, lawyer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. As far as I know, yeah. I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, personal uh, like Yeah, I know. Going back generations, I I don't know of any lawyers in yeah. my family at all. That's cool. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah. Um, you you so you've been traveling all over the states. Go ahead, go ahead, Jimmy. I was gonna ask. Um, yeah, you said that your that the settle shark um is it so the software specifically searches the laws in your state. Is that how it works? I'm just, I'm kind of, right. kind of. We we uh we basically um like develop databases. Okay. So we have internal databases. We have just you know a lot of information, man, and it all gets mapped onto your letter. Okay. Yeah. Depending on, depending on what state you're in, so yep, it's kind of specific to the to the law in your state, correct? It is. Okay. And um, I was also wondering, man, like when you send send out the letter, does it does it have to be mailed out, or does it could it be done via text, or how does it how That's does it actually get question. to the company? That's a great question. So um, the most effective way to get a demand letter to um, to someone you're sending it to is, again, various, um, various approaches combined at the same time. Top At the top should be certified mail. Certified mail, you get a little receipt saying it definitely got sent there, right? You keep that. That's more proof that you have on your side. If this case goes to arbitration, for example, bingo, you got some proof that you served these guys and gave them the 30 days of good faith time and they didn't do nothing. So certified mail is great. Um, uh, email, for sure. If you have a contact or somebody, boom, email. That's good. So both ways is, is ideal. So with you, with you being a a a, a law professor, yeah. um, my 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 was was wondering because you know more about the law than the app, no, than us, of course, because <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. Um, so the this just to help our our younger viewers out, man. What's what's like? How do you go about becoming a lawyer? Sure. Oh man, for me it was uh it was going to college, uh, taking some random class that I never expected would amount to much, but it ended up taking me to, to law school. And uh, it was in my last <laughs> year of college at NYU. And I was taking this uh, class called Civil Liberties, man. I was the only business student in this class. Everybody else was like history or philosophy, you know, and I'm, I'm like the business student. And I didn't understand what the heck anybody was talking about. And all. I was like, what the heck does that mean? I have no idea what that means, you know, but it, it sounded good. It sounded good. I liked it and I wanted to learn. So I stayed, man. I even remember the professor, man, great professor, Peter V. Raj Singh, man. He changed my life, man, for sure. Yeah. And we're still connected, man. He's a great mentor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Raj Singh, man, he taught this great class and, and I decided there, man, I'm like, I got to go to law school. So I applied, took the LSAT, did all that, applied, got in, and, and went to Northwestern, which was really a good choice. I, I really liked it a lot. So you had to go, you had to go to like to get your basics, and then you had to go off to law school. Is that, That's right. Is that correct? Okay. That's right. 
That's right. So it's like kind of like being a doctor. <laughs> It'll get hey, you little... the, the degree actually in Latin is Juris Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> JD. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that is that's kind of doctor ironic, of right? Law. Doctor of law. Yeah. Doctor of law. Yeah, my one of my sister, she has a doctor in education. I was like, You're a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and you better call her doctor too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back, going, Man, no, so, going so back so to being a, being a, No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. I was saying, going going back to the. I was going to ask you, man. Being a well-traveled man, what do you mean? Being what? <laughs> All right, go ahead, JB. He said. He said. Um, I was wondering, you know, as far as the um, as being a going into law school, just you no, know, just for the younger viewers. Yeah. Um, how many different kinds of laws? And like, I know there's like there's business law, there's like administration law. I guess I, I don't oh, know the exact terms. You name it, you name it. There's that kind of law. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, man. There's all kinds. Uh, but yeah, I, I I was always drawn to uh, commercial law, business law. Okay. Yeah. My dad was a was an entrepreneur and businessman. So you know, I learned a lot from him. You know. Also, yeah. Okay. So that's why you got your that's where you got your entrepreneur spirit from with your father. I, I think so. I really do. I really do. Yeah. He was a different kind of entrepreneur, though. He was very hands-on and he liked uh, like real, like kind of like, you know, um, businesses that, that involved, you know, just kind of taking care of things, real assets, you know, real estate, yeah. stuff like that. So he liked uh, things that you could touch, you know, and, and this business, man, it's all about just kind of service and value. And that's what we're that's what we're trying to sell right now. Um, so it's different. And, and and he he would never have stayed in a business like this where you're not getting paid right away. <laughs> he oh, would yeah. have been like, "I'm out of here, man. See you later." <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I remember this 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 story out there. This I remember seeing an interview with Ice Cube. He said, "If you're not willing to go five years into something without seeing a paycheck for it, don't go into it." So wow. you know, that's powerful. Yeah. So it's like it's like that with this part, you no know, part. I mean, I, you know, we do this right as right now we do it, you know, as a labor of love. And it's like you're doing your your subtle shot as a labor of love, you know. It is. So, it is so, in many ways, yeah. So eventually, you know, we we hope, and then I know you also you you got a good product, so I know you're gonna be fine. You know? Oh, <laughs> so that means a lot. Appreciate that. So, like. The money will come because you know. Just do something you love. That's that's what I'm saying right now. Yeah. Just do something you love doing, and the money will come, man. Oh yeah. Well, you guys are doing a great job too. You know, pat yourselves on the back. Yeah. Unfortunately, I got T Swim having having a little technical difficulty. Okay. So it's gonna be me and you. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, he was uh breaking up a little bit there. Yeah, you know, we're doing that's a stream, right. so you know. Hey, you'll just have to have me back on, man, another time. Oh yeah, no, we'll. We actually you giving us some good good information, so we appreciate yeah. your time. Um, but going back to uh, uh, subtle shark, yeah. Um, can you give me because I'm I'm okay. I'm getting the gist of it. Like I I know kind of have an idea of what you do. Okay. Just uh, we already kind of touched on what you um, the areas you can help with. What other bit? What other aspects of legal business are you trying to expand into? Oh man, right now we're just trying to get the demand letters really kind of, you know, nailed down in terms of 
how we're pitching it, how we're offering it, the customer support, you know, all that good stuff. Um, marketing is huge right now. Just got to grow that. Um, and then, like I said, we want to break into landlord tenant. Um, but, you know, that's pretty much where we're at. I mean, we can't see too much further beyond that because we just want to be really good right now at that. And that's oh, kind yeah. of where we're at. You know, uh, but yeah, no, we love business law. Liddy, I mean, Dr. Liddy, I mean, she has her practice too to pay to pay the bills, you know, and she um, she does great. So she does a lot of business law, you know, trademarks, you know, copyrights. She does like tr contracts, you know, she does a lot. She's a great business lawyer. So, okay. So going back into, uh, no, we are we are a man's podcast. We try to focus on helping you no know, younger men sure. elevate to uh you no know, to where they need to go in life. Um, from you being in in, in law, uh, I'm we we rephrase that. From when you were a younger man, from when you are from what you know now, what would you tell yourself as oh, far man. as what you wow. need to do to succeed in this life? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh man, what would I tell a younger me? Oh man, I'd say just uh, oh man, oh, oh man, advice. Uh, you know, I'd say just go all in, go all in, man. Whatever you do, go all in. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's kind of that's kind of where I would go. Telling myself, you no, know, don't be scared to take a risk. That's right. Uh, right. Uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, people of the minorities, we're kind of taught not to take risks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so most definitely, man, for all you younger viewers out there, man, they take a risk, man, especially when you're yeah. younger and don't have no commitment. That's the time to take the risk, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely do it. It's, it's, it's always the right time. <laughs> you know, that's probably what right. I would tell myself. Yeah. It's always the right time. Right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know where I got this quote from, but it's like, I don't know where I heard this from. Somebody said, You just got to aim, shoot, and just readjust. Aim, yeah. shoot, read, you know, you're yeah. not going to get it. It's, not, it's never a perfect time, as they say. Because, like, you if you just would have just, if you just would have sat there and not, you no, know, just gave it a shot, your company would have never got yeah. off the ground, you know? Right. And that, and that's why I celebrate those milestones. Like we launched, you know, we actually did it, man. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't pretty, but we clicked the button, man. And we went live, you know, and that yeah. was cool. That was cool. That was cool. So um, this, this for me, I, I know I have a little interest in, in computer science. I don't know how, how versed you are in, in programming. Not you said much. It took, <laughs> that much? <laughs> you Not said it, much. Took, it, it took two years to get, yeah. get the programming done? Ooh. Yeah, man. And Lonnie worked his ass off, man. He yeah. he wrote code, man. He wrote Java. Oh, okay. He used Java. Okay. He used Java and then MySQL for the databases. Okay. That's I, about I as much as I know, man. Yeah, Those yeah, are the yeah, words yeah, he yeah. used. So I'm like, all right. Remember <laughs> like, that. Whatever. It's like, whatever, man. <laughs> like, it sounds smart when somebody <laughs> asks me about software, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's but, funny, um, man. Yeah, it's funny. So That's I've been I haven't had the opportunity to actually you know hopefully I won't need you no time soon. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, but, hopefully uh, you won't. But um how how user friendly is your is is the uh software? We think it's pretty user friendly. Um yeah, I mean, you know, people people have, have used it and this is like an elderly gentleman in Georgia, you know, someone probably my age, two guys my age. Um Actually, three man, three guys my age and one elderly gentleman man. So you know, oh yeah, so, not the most tech savvy group, you know. Well, that, that, 
that if a hey, if if an elderly person could use it, not not knocking the elderly people. I'm right. not elderly people because <laughs> no. some of y'all out there that are real tech savvy, more tech yeah. savvy than me. Yeah, but but if if it's somebody who's not very familiar with it and they can use it, then it's pretty user friendly. It's, that's it's a good, super, it's, yeah, and that's it that's is. a good thing. It is a uh, good thing. Then. So, do you have an eight hundred number? Oh, I wish we did. That's something we want to definitely get, I think, because uh, I think people would love to contact us. And uh, that's on our list. It's on our list. We want to do that. But we have a we have an email, you know, info at settleshark.com. I read it every day, respond. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, info at settleshark or just follow us on social media. We're on all the social media platforms. So follow us, um, ask us questions, you know, we'll, we'll respond. We'll definitely respond. We want uh, engagement. So, yeah, and I can vouch for that. He just he responds immediately because I reached out yeah. to him to do the podcast, and he was right on it. So, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not gonna we're not gonna I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. Uh, T. Swin had the other half of the questions. <laughs> oh man, you know, now you definitely have to have me back on, man. I insist. I can't leave T. Swin hanging like that. <laughs> right. He left us hanging until he get his internet connection together. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, hate on his, uh, I'm not gonna hate on his uh, internet provider because oh, no. <laughs> it might be a potential uh, endorsement later on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, we appreciate, I, I appreciate your time. I know T Swin appreciate your time. Cool. You know, and and also I like to talk a little bit about before I let you go sure. about. You actually joined our CTR Media, uh, the Power of Podcasting event. You were actually one of the uh, the sponsors for it. Yeah. Can you we tell were. me a little bit how you got into that, or, or what oh you yeah, thought that of, was or what Dr. you thought Liddy. about the event? Oh yeah, yeah, that was through Dr. Liddy, who um, you know knows uh, Dr. Tina Ramsey really well. They work together, and uh, she said, "Hey, this is a great opportunity for you to meet some great people. You know, enjoy a cool event, meet Tina." And I said, all right, let's do it. So we sponsored and uh, have worked with her. Now we actually, we were actually uh, on the call with Dr. Tina today and we, we hired her, man. Settle Shark is a customer, you know, okay. we're, we're her customer now. She's going to help us get the word out, promote us, you know, and she's great. So yeah, Dr. Oh, yeah. Liddy uh, hooked us up with that relationship. And uh, yeah, the event was fantastic, man. I enjoyed it a lot. It was cool. I, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. You know, yeah, I saw I saw you over there enjoying the food. So, <laughs> Ooh, man. Ooh. oh man, incredible! incredible. <laughs> the food, the music, the rap was incredible. It was great. Loved yeah. it. But yeah, once again, I, go ahead and give everybody your information, the website, their information, how to contact sure. you. Yeah, so it's called uh, Settle Shark, and we're at uh, settleshark.com. We're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, we're on YouTube, we're on um, Instagram. So, uh, yeah, follow us, uh, ask us questions, send us comments, uh, info at settleshark.com if you want to email us at all, and, uh, and we'll get in touch for sure. Thank you. Yeah, so most definitely, people, if you're having some problem with some, as far as, you know, like landlords or rental companies, mm -hmm. uh, even even probably Walmart. You can probably you know no telling what Walmart might get you into. <laughs> so hey, hey, the the uh, the the power of the demand later, man. I, I didn't know anything about it until I was introduced to Settle Shark. So 
Awesome. Definitely, definitely. If you need help in those kind of terms, definitely reach out to Mr. David and Settle Sharp. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much, Joe. All right, so we're gonna have you. We're gonna have you on again since All you know. Right. Um, I insist because um, I'm one fourth of the crew. We still yeah. got three other people. All right. So I I know for sure they would have questions for you. All right. We're gonna set up another one. Sweet. And I know you're going to be successful and grow. So I oh, appreciate it, guys. You guys too. All right. So you have a nice Thank day, you. Mr. David. And once again, we appreciate your time. Thank you all. Have a great night. All right, everybody, man. That was David from, from Settle Shark, man. This is your boy, Joe Bean. Well, I call myself Jay Bean, but that's my real name, Joe Bean. Long story short, man. Um, one fourth of the Man Can Always Be Wrong podcast. We're going to hit you up next time. Make sure you join us next time, man. We don't know. We see what we're going to have on in the future. But, we know, as always, we try to educate the youth, even the, even the middle age, man, because it's stuff that nobody knows everything, man. So, once again, check us out. Peace. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. What up, everybody? It's your guy, T. Swing. As you know, I was recently featured in Trucker Magazine's March issue for my transportation music. Where the wait is finally over. The transportation music is here now. Man, you can play it, stream it, download it, live, man. Spread the word. Good, clean music that jams. Be a part of history in the making, man. The first ever all-transportation music album ever. My own genre, transportation music. Ride with you guy, T. Swing. Let's get it. Show you how to pick it up and move it. Homie, this is transportation music. So let's ease your mind while you're cruising. Homie, this is transportation music. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Do you think about me? Smoking on trees, sipping on Hennessy. Switching lanes, though, had to hit the high beam. Almost bit the sun, so my baby stole the screen. Told her calm down, cause you know I got that lean. Gasoline in the tank, and you know I dropped the screen. Peanut butter on the seats, that's the mix that makes it cream. Getting top, effing out, we about to make a scene. You on top, we don't stop, this is what you see in dreams. There's a new sheriff coming to a city near you, and I'm well on the mission to bring the new era to policing that will change everything that you know it as it relates to communicating, assisting, helping, delivering the correct and justified acts to remove crimes and to help you as a citizen against every crime that comes against you with the solutions to impact your community, your city, and generations to come with CPIIA, Citizens and Police Immediate Interactive Assistance. I cannot do this on my own. 
I need your help. And we together can for certainly make the change needed for a better city, a better country, for a better future. Thank you.